When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On SEN Track, join the conversation on 0499 736 736. Welcome to Trot's Life. It is your Thursday edition. It is moving day and it's a jam-packed show as I seem to always manage to do, particularly on a Thursday. Kate Hargraves will join us shortly. Cam Hart is going to be on the line as well, so... Uh, once we get over uh, Harness Fantasy Challenge stuff with Cam Hart, we might even talk about some races on the weekend. Not sure if we'll get to those races, like the Miracle Mile, etc. Uh, Mick Gurren and Jamie Cockshut on the back nine, as per usual. And Rowan Hillier, who's got a horse coming over to uh, Melbourne for a crack uh, on Saturday night as well. So we'll catch up with Rowan about that. He's actually got a couple of horses here at the moment in um, Montana Storm and Lip Reader, Montana Storm in the care of Connor Crook. So be good to catch up with Rowan about all of that. But before we get into too much, it's our favourite jingle or our favourite, uh, what would you call it, intro of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, so our two. first player to tee off this morning, Tim O'Connor from Ballarat. In Australia. It's a sweet sound, isn't it? Whack. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Sorry. Oh. Get in the hole! Sean McNulty there. Again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes, it is short. It's got to be the lo- it's got to be the longest intro in all of radio, but uh, look no, I'll take not. it. It's 27 seconds. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's a good shot, and uh, good to be on again, Toby. Great to be here. And how should we kick off the show? What should we talk about off the top? Um, oh, a lot of people asking about Majestic Man, and I've told them all, mate, that I'm going well. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'll give a different update. Um, you're not going as well as you previously thought, but no, I was just speaking to Brad Williamson, who of course has driven the Kiwi. Trotter uh, in most of his starts out here in Australia. He suffered a minor bleed, as I think you reported uh, on Monday on Metrospective, uh, that uh, he, he suffered a minor bleed in, uh, I think he finished second last in the Grand Prix, well beaten on Saturday night in the Group 1. And the plan was to go to the Hammerhead race at uh, the sprint race, the Trotter sprint race on Saturday night at Menangle, then head home back to New Zealand. But he won't contest that. He's obviously not in the field, as you can see on the the form guides there on Saturday night. And I just spoke to Brad before. He's going to leave on Wednesday next week. He's still at Brent Lilly's property there at Belinda, but he's going to head home back to New Zealand on Wednesday next week without another run, obviously. And um, it'd be my thought, Toby, and you probably agree, that that's probably the last time that run on Saturday night is probably the last time we see him race here in Australia. I reckon he's an eight-year-old now, and he's done a wonderful job. I reckon this is his fourth trip to Australia. Would he come back? I don't know if he would. Into Dominion later in the year, which would be right on the back end of their feature races. Mm. And if 
all of a sudden Sunday Sun and Muscle Mountain say, oh, we're not going to the Inter Dominion, then I reckon Brad and Phil would have to consider it, wouldn't they, to go to Queensland yeah, for yeah, a few maybe. weeks? Yeah, well, maybe. I think there'd need to be a few things like that. Obviously, we've spoken about him before, and the only reason he was really out here this time around was because those superstars in New Zealand didn't come out. They've all had their various issues. So, yeah, if that was the case, he may head to Queensland. Maybe maybe it's the last time we see him here in Victoria, to be a bit more specific. Possibly, unless he has a run then. I wouldn't totally rule it out, you know, because no. he's just gone so well when he's come to Australia. He's got a big group of owners as well that... I think are predominantly retired people, so they love the travelling element. They missed out on it during COVID, of course, but they've loved coming to Melbourne over recent weeks and, and spending it. You know, they turned it into a holiday and with the trots sort of revolving when going to shows and et cetera in Melbourne. So you sort of forget about the what harness racing does like that, you know, the tourism element of it. So for them to think, you know, a couple of weeks in Queensland for an Inter-Dominion series, I reckon the owners Sounds are pretty right, keen. It does <laughs> pretty good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Either way, well, obviously we're just speculating, but um, either way, uh, he will head home uh, for, from this trip on Wednesday next week. They'll hopefully get him right, continue racing. They weren't talking about retirement or anything, but... Yeah, hopefully he gets back to full fitness. And I guess the Road Cup uh, in a couple of months would be the, the goal if they could get him back there in New Zealand. I'd love to see a horse called Five Wise Men uh, mature this year and come for an Inter-Dominion tilt. But that's uh, another story. Heard it here first, Tim. He's my tip for the Inter-Dominion. There you go. We'll see if there's any markets available. No, there won't be any. Uh, <laughs> now, what else we got? Mitch, I saw a little catch-up you had with Mitch Barker. I've been... Uh, I knew he was going away, and a couple of people who I'm always in close contact with said, geez, he'd be make a good talk in a few weeks' time about his trip to America. You've kicked it off nicely. I'll have to get him on for a long-form chat, you know, in a, in a month or two's time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I spoke to Mitch. Uh, well, it was a funny old interview, one of the more unique interviews I've done. We didn't speak... Uh, over the phone, he uh, obviously I asked him to uh, if we could do a bit of a story on his trip to the US. He's working for Nancy Tacta, very well known and respected trainer over there in the US, and he sent me some audio, basically of him just sitting at home chatting about the trip and why he's doing it and what he's doing. So it wasn't an interview as such; it was just uh, some dictation from Mitch to me, uh, and I've turned it into a story. I-, I went and had a drink with him before he headed off, so I knew a bit about it. But I tell you what, for those that know him, you know him. Toby, he's a pretty dry, I'm not going to say dry, but just a straight down the line character, he doesn't sort of offer too much and he doesn't get too emotional or carry on too much at the races, but when I listened to his um, him speak about this trip, there was a real pep in his voice, he was up and about, he was loving it, I don't know how many times he told me how, how exciting it is and how cool it is over there and all the different training methods, different gear, he said there's gear on horses he's never seen before. Um, I got another message just this morning saying that he's going to drive one of the real stars of the stable over there. I think it's Treacherous Dragon. Um, don't know much about that horse, but he's really looking forward to, to driving that horse in track work. It's, and It's been flying, Tim. Absolutely flying, Treacherous Dragon. So it's a good horse. That's that's all I need to know. Um, you, you, my US, you want me to run it? <laughs> Treacherous Dragon. It's been flying. Hmm. I'll move on from there. I'll keep talking. Uh, <laughs> no, he's wrapped with the trip, so it'd be a great chat to get him on, Toby. He's been there about a week um, doing all the stable duties, as you'd expect, driving uh, work. He was at the Meadowlands races a few days ago, I saw on Twitter. So, yeah, get him on for a chat, and, um, yeah, he'll t- tell you all about it. But he's there on a one-year visa at this stage, and he isn't ruling out an extended stay if everything goes well. It'd be cold there, I reckon, at the minute. 
I think I saw a Snapchat. He was negative five. He had a beer in his hand. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, I wasn't sure if he was either in Ballarat or where he was. But, uh, yeah, very oh, cold over there at the moment. True. Negative five would be used to that from Ballarat. But, uh, yeah, some of us aren't used to it. Uh, lights are on at Ararat or they're up. I did get a uh, video from Mick Bellman the day they went up. So uh, he was pretty happy. He's pretty proud, uh, the Ararat Mayor, Mick Bellman. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were actually up yet. So the towers are going up this week, were they? They're up. I've got a That's video great. of them up. Great. Well, well he, he sent um, a video of, a, of some towers up anyway with lights on the top of, top where, of them. Wherever it was. Wasn't it his <laughs> own track, was it? Um, no, great. Because they haven't been racing under lights since uh, mid-2021. It's been a, a fair old journey for them. So the lights will be up um, and going ahead of their cup meeting on March 31. That'll be under lights as that they've always had, or not always, but most of the time that's been the their staple the cup night under lights it's a great night so i'll be heading along on the 31st of march and yeah it'll just be great to see the club get back to um their regular time slots i guess and uh shannon o'sullivan was the other one and and abby sanderson we had uh, paul lowry on earlier in the week and uh, <laughs> it's funny this horse could tell rescue because it's not as fancied as dangerous but it just keeps winning races yeah, that's right. So uh, Abby Sanderson, uh, the 17-year-old youngster, she'll partner uh, Catelpa Rescue in the New South Wales Derby on Saturday night. That's her very first Group 1 drive, so I had a chat to her. She's very excited, looking forward to that. She's flying up to Sydney Friday, she tells me. Ryan will go up there Saturday. Um, yeah, so that's uh, one of the horses in the Derby. Ryan will drive Dangerous, race under the same connections, as you said. So uh, really exciting for, for Shane Sanderson, Abby Sanderson, Ryan and Paul Lowry and all his ownership group to have... Uh, they've got the two runners in the Derby. And also Shannon O'Sullivan will drive her first Group 1 race on the same card at Menangle. She's partnering the Kate Hargraves train Don't Care in that Hammerhead Group 1 Trotter Sprint on Saturday night. So it's about an hour before Abby goes around. Just really exciting for two young Victorian Reigns women who are doing really good things. And I guess this, the most special part for them, Toby, of course they would love to be just driving in any Group 1, but to be partnering horses that mean a lot to them. Mm. Shannon has built a great relationship with Don't Care. I'm sure you'll you'll speak about that with Kate later in the program, and also Abby, obviously the horse, is a family horse. She drives it in track work and knows all about it. So just a really good story. Win, lose, or draw on Saturday night at Menangle. Yeah, and just that the Birchie boys just getting behind the Sandersons, you know, like it's like they're – I said it to him in the interview, you know, it's, they're like a couple of 17-year-olds playing in, their, in the seniors and all those Birchie boys are just behind them, just, you know, yep, yep. And, and, and wanting to give them that opportunity, even though, you know, they've got, they've got a, bit, a bit to go to be polished – polished seasoned uh you know grade one or or first players but they want to give them that opportunity and it's like they're getting their chance at birchip and i just love that support they're giving them it was it's a beautiful story really yeah it's great i I spoke to both uh, both shannon and abby yesterday and um i wrote a bit of a story for the the website and yeah very similar quotes and very similar um you know, feelings from both girls, just over the moon to be driving in a group one. You know, I think they both think their horse can win with a bit of luck um, and just wrapped for the opportunity, I guess, and thankful for the opportunity to be driving on the big stage. So, yeah, can't wait to see how they go. Uh, even if they don't win, I'm sure they'll drive a great race and great to see Abby and Shannon doing really well. 100%, mate. Uh, let's get a break. I might leave you there and we'll get a breakaway. We'll come back and we'll catch up with Kate Hargraves. Sounds good. We'll talk next week. There is Tim O'Connor, the great man. Talk.
uh, as uh, Tom I would say, the great man Tuck, and uh, a little update with Tim as he's teed off this morning beautifully down the fairway. Let's get that breakaway. As I mentioned, we'll come back the other side with Kadar Graves.